Hello and welcome to Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. Today's episode is an interview with Trinity member Rachel, who's a busy lawyer from Sheffield in her 40s. She joined Trinity after finding she'd gained a lot of weight in lockdown. It crept up on her and it finally dawned on her that her clothes were no longer fitting and it was starting to have a real impact on her self-confidence. However, since joining Trinity, she's lost one and a half stone and gone from a size 14 to now buying size 10s and feeling amazing in them. Her confidence is through the roof and she's finding it's having a huge impact on her performance at work too. However, her journey wasn't plain sailing. She had a terrible back injury whilst attempting to climb Mount Kilimanjaro halfway through her journey with us that meant she was unable to exercise for weeks and yet she was still able to drop two dress sizes and maintain it all over Christmas and through a recent skiing holiday as well. But that's enough from me. Let's get straight into the podcast where you can hear from Rachel herself. I'm here today with Trinity member Rachel. So Rachel, I know you've seen some amazing results over the past seven months, I believe, including going from size 14 to now buying outfits that are size 10. But first, I actually want to rewind a little bit and find out a bit more about where you were before you started, especially for those people listening who don't obviously know. So it's the blind date question. Like for people who are listening, like who are you? Like who are you and where do you come from? <laughs> Thanks, Silla. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm Rachel. I um, I've just turned 46 at the weekend. Um, I'm a lawyer. I live in Sheffield. Um, I, uh, I I'm very family orientated. Um, very active. I've I've always historically played a lot of sport. Really enjoyed that. But I'm also very conscious. I have quite a sedentary job. I'm I'm at a desk all day. Um, and where, where was I before? Um, I historically have never struggled with um, my weight. Uh, I've been very, very fortunate. I, as I say, I've always been very active, very sporty. Um, I'd never dieted before. Um, and I, I don't think I'd realised before how lucky I was that I, I'd never really had any um, sort of body image issues. Um, but I think probably like a lot of people, lockdown hit. And I wasn't allowed to play netball anymore, um, couldn't go to the gym anymore. And at first I didn't understand what people were talking about, saying, oh, no, isn't it all for these lockdown pounds? And I was running regularly and, uh, and not really doing an awful lot that different other than obviously couldn't play netball or go to the gym. Um, and I just didn't get it. And then I got injured um, and I couldn't run and I couldn't do a lot of, of anything, really. Um, and eventually I started managing, managing to do some yoga and things, but I, I got sort of towards the end of lockdown and, and suddenly realised that I'd put weight on. Um, and really, it, it really affected my self-confidence. Um, I, I, I've never, ever had the feeling before of being uncomfortable in my own skin and I'd never bothered weighing myself and things, but clothes weren't fitting properly. Um, I, I just My self-confidence plummeted. And I got on the scales and I was I was over a stone and a half heavier than I thought I was, which was a real shock. And I got to a point where I was really, really unhappy. Um, yeah, uh, uh, and and I'd never felt it before. It was a real shock. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, isn't it? If you if you've actually not had a history of that, some people we work with have had that for a long time. And, you know, they've tried lots of unsuccessful diets. So I think sometimes it can hit harder when it's like this is something 
brand new. And had you tried anything to to kind of kickstart things when you were experiencing that in lockdown, you know, the weight was creeping on, or had you just not even really noticed it was happening? Um, I didn't notice for quite a while, I think. Uh, and then then I realised, and it was kind of as we were coming out of lockdown, I think, that I realised. And uh, I, w- I was getting back to, to playing netball, but I felt really uncomfortable on court. Um, uh, and my, my sports gear didn't fit the way it did previously. So uh, I think really what I tried was I got back to all of the exercise I was doing before, and I was able to go back and, and do my hit sessions at the gym. Um, and I thought that I was eating really carefully as well um but I just didn't notice any results um and I really couldn't understand why <laughs> so you're trying the stuff you used to do basically you get yeah. back into netball and the hit training thought you're eating well yeah it's really really common and how did you then hear about Trinity and were you skeptical about what we did when you first heard about it um I think think I um I think I saw an advert on Facebook I think it was just quite fortuitous I was I was feeling really down and scrolling through as you do and I saw something and I, I can't even remember what it was I think it was the fact that it it very pointedly said that it it was it, it was geared towards women you know busy professional women who were in their 40s and I thought yeah that's me <laughs> um who have tried something and it's not worked um so I, I think that's how I came about it uh, and if I'm brutally honest, I was I was really sceptical about the idea that the exercise that had always worked for me in my 20s and 30s, for some reason, wasn't going to work for me in my 40s. And there was some other kind of exercise that would work better. And I was thinking, well, it, it's it's always been fine for me. Why on earth would it suddenly not be? So I, I would say that was that that was what I was probably most sceptical about. Yeah, that's a good point. I think when it's always worked anyway. Mm-hmm then it's a bit confusing why not and how quickly did it then start to change like when what since you joined like what kind of things happened and how quickly did they start to happen um well my eating habits changed very quickly uh, as I say I think I think I had just kind of gone on blindly thinking I, I don't eat a lot of chocolate I don't have a lot of sweets I only drink at the weekend I'm not you know I, I have a healthy diet so the first thing was kind of feeling like I was being re-educated about nutrition, uh, which I, I found fascinating and really, really helpful. So cutting out the dairy uh, was was something that um, that was a big change for me. I love milk. I love cheese. <laughs> um, so, so that changed. And probably I think if I'm honest, for the first four weeks, I was I was feeling fitter, but I wasn't really noticing much difference. And it was probably at week four. And suddenly, like the pounds started dropping off and I was feeling really lean and really toned. Um, uh, And yeah, so uh, all of a sudden that was kind of when it clicked in my head. Oh, well, obviously the nutrition and the different type of exercise, the list exercises must work because look at the results. (laughs) And did you did you keep doing obviously I, I expect I don't know. Sure. You kept up the netball, um, is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that's good because we still encourage people to do exercise they love. Did you reduce or stop the like hit training and the other stuff? Yeah, I, I spoke to Dave, my coach, about that because um, he did explain to me all of the issues with with hit with I think raising cortisol levels yeah. and 
Uh, and I understood that, but I'm also very conscious that I get a huge endorphin high from going as well. Yeah, so we, kind of, we, we had a conversation uh, and we agreed between each other that once a week would be would be fine. Yeah. So I, I was just going once at the at the weekend. Yeah, and that can work again for people, especially who've already had like a relatively good fitness level like yourself. Obviously, that did work because you've seen amazing results. Um, you don't have to. I think it's an important point to make. You don't have to give up like you haven't all the other things you like but you mm -hmm. may need to reduce them a little bit tweak them a little bit and add in a bit more of like you said the list training mm -hmm. so people who are doing hit five days a week that's probably not going to be right if they're women in their 40s or 50s um and you're kind of just hammering your body into submission like you said because the cortisol um the impact on basically stress hormones on top of a stressful job is just too much and give us a little bit more of an insight then into what you're day looks like and how you fit this around it because obviously you're a lawyer it's, it's pretty notorious like even to me every time I hear lawyer kind of my heart goes a little bit because I'm like I know these are like the busiest people we work with like <laughs> how do you fit it all in around that um well uh, I, I don't have children so I can be really quite selfish <laughs> I suppose with my time in a way yeah. um my days my working days are long um it was a little easier because post lockdown much of my work has been from home so I used to uh, I it coincided with me actually changing jobs and I used to commute to Leeds from Sheffield each day as well so that was adding over a couple of hours onto my day so yeah. I kind of I, I took the view that those couple of hours that I was spending commuting I could still spend just as long at work but use those couple of hours to do the workouts and to work out my nutrition plan and to actually spend a bit of time cooking uh, i didn't used to cook an awful lot. I, I would try and make what I thought were healthy choices, but it was always things that I could do quickly. So right, yeah. I, I've had a bit more time to, to be able to devote to that. And just the fact that the that the workouts are recorded and you can do them from the comfort of your own home has been a godsend, really. So I, yeah, I, I, I took that time that was commuting dead time previously and thought, well, I, I'm going to make a positive out of it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And give us a summary then of the physical changes you have achieved we've kind of hinted at them but what would you say are kind of like the, the top three to five highlights you've noticed um I, I would say well I've lost a stone and a half I think I'm lighter that now than I was pre-lockdown um yeah. and I I've got real definition in like my stomach and my abs and my arms now um and that is a that that's all amazing but I think the main transformation for me is because of that my my self-confidence now is, is is sky high it it's great I, I I feel I feel really really positive when I look in the mirror which I hadn't done for quite a while before and and I think that's translated over as well I don't think it's entirely a coincidence that at, at the same time I'm feeling really really positive about my job my career and life in general really <laughs> feel like I'm in a really good place <laughs> yeah I think it has a knock-on effect on everything doesn't it like if you're feeling good in yourself I remember first getting in shape from never having done any like any of this type of thing either and then being like oh what else can I achieve now and I saw you put in um this is how this whole thing started right be asking you to come on the podcast was covering for Dave when he was off and then seeing you say I'm feeling so good in other things not not just you know I've lost one and a half stone you said you're feeling great in your job you know it's it's you could tell it's like regularly eating out into everything else so what would you say are kind of like the key things that enabled you to to make 
this change then? Because you obviously were trying before. What would you say are the key things? And it can be like, obviously, we've talked about the kind of change in what you've been doing, but is there anything mindset-wise or environment-wise, things that have been different? I think um, probably it's the it's the education. Um, so I think now understanding why it's important to do certain things and, and what the benefits are, um, it makes it easier for you to do. So now I feel like I understand so much more about the food that I'm putting in, in my body than I did before. Um, I feel like I, I thought I was knowledgeable before and I clearly wasn't. <laughs> Um, and also the support, Dave's been Dave's been brilliant. Um, it's really nice just to be able to, because at, at the outset, it, it was a lot of changes for me. I'm pescatarian as well, so I was really struggling with um, getting enough protein um, into my diet. And I would say that's probably the area I still need to work a little bit harder on. But it was brilliant to be able to, to drop him emails and he sent me all sorts of different suggestions. Uh, things that I could tweak, replacement foods that I could use and, and recipe ideas as well. Um, so that was really helpful. And also when things have got a bit difficult as well, he's he's been there and he's been supportive and he's, he's told me which of my um, which of my action plans are probably going to help and which things I might want to think about tweaking or doing yeah. differently. So that those have been been the main things, I think, the, the, the support and the education. And with that education piece, like with, what are the biggest, you mentioned dairy before, what what other things did you not realise before maybe are right for you now or in general? Um, I suppose I'm, I'm quite a creature of habit when it comes to breakfast and I really struggle with anything that I don't call kind of breakfast food. <laughs> yeah. um, so I thought that I was being really healthy each day, having kind of no added sugar, muesli and, uh, and milk. And, and I didn't realise, I think, just how much sugar is even in the no added sugar and just how important it is to, to reduce the sugar in your yeah. diet. So um, probably that, that was quite hard, but switching to overnight oats has, has been a revelation, really. <laughs> Um, and it's meant this something that I kind of think is a breakfast food that I can get down in the morning. Um, that's actually really nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? And now do you have, um, like a routine with your food? I, I, I personally do, cause I just find so busy with everything else. I can't be thinking, Oh, let's have a new breakfast every day. Do you have like, is that your breakfast every day? Unless you're doing something different. Almost every day, just mix up the kind of fruit or berries that I, I have with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. It keeps it interesting. And do you ever have to travel for work? Have you have you have you have you tested this yet, like in different scenarios? And how has it worked out for you then? Um, not so much travel for work anymore um with my job, but I, I do like to go on holiday and go away a lot <laughs> as yeah. much as I can. <laughs> um and yeah, that's that's definitely a challenge. Definitely a challenge. I was just away skiing the, the first week of the year in France and they have cheese with everything. So yeah. <laughs> it's really difficult. So uh, again, I kind of talked to Dave about uh, either alternatives that I can use or perhaps looking to reduce my calorie intake a little bit if you don't have as much control over the meals or to make sure that you're doing more exercise to kind of counterbalance it as well. So there are always kind of coping mechanisms when when that element of control is taken away, I think. 
Um, uh, and that's that's I think where the where your personal coach comes in really really handy because speaking to them before you go away and just kind of setting up a plan for how you can deal with it uh, and it not also sort of take over the whole of your holiday you can still go away enjoy yourself and just do a couple of things slightly differently definitely yeah we never want to ruin someone's holiday or <laughs> I mean they don't enjoy it and I've had so many people come back and say a I've not gained any weight or you know we may have said expectation is you're going to gain a couple of pounds it's going to come off quite quickly but they also said actually I enjoyed it way more because I didn't have the dread of coming home and like stepping on the scales and thinking oh there's half a stone gone mm. back on or you know my clothes are all tight again and have you had so that was obviously kind of an obstacle that you've overcome you've worked with Dave to kind of manage those holidays what other obstacles have you had on your journey so far um I would say probably the biggest one was over the summer um when I when I went to Tanzania with a couple of friends to climb Kilimanjaro and um it's something that had been a few years in the planning because we'd intended to go before lockdown um I trained really really hard for it and uh, I felt like with the with the Trinity list workouts as well I was in a really good place I was feeling really confident um and part way a, a few days into the trek a little below 4,000 meters I think we got to um my back seized up overnight um uh, and went into spasm nothing I could have done anything about but um I, I couldn't move it, it took several people an hour and a half to get me out of the tent the next morning wow <laughs> yeah an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah I, I I was in agony <laughs> um and th there was nothing they could do they had to take me back down the mountain so um I I was bitterly disappointed um, and I, I'm a really competitive person and I felt like I'd let myself down and I know it was nothing I could do anything about but that's how I felt yeah. um, so I, I felt really down really negative at the end of that and what should have been a, a really active holiday uh, resulted in probably about three weeks when I couldn't do very much at all um, and it was it was quite difficult I would say to stay motivated yeah. um with that so that that was yeah that that was a real a real blow I felt yeah, really, that's, I would find really, that hard. yeah really down but again um I talked to Dave uh and we talked about ways around things alternative exercise that I could do rather than the weight training which I just simply couldn't do yeah. at that point and we looked he um he tweaked my nutrition targets as well to take account of the fact that I was a lot less active so I, I really sort of worked hard on um on maintaining that um an even lower sort of daily calorie target um and did what exercise I could so it was much more kind of yoga and pilates focused rather yeah. than the weights and actually it, in doing that I recovered a lot quicker than I was expecting to recover and within three weeks was back to the weights workouts yeah um, and didn't gain any weight as well amazingly <laughs> so yeah. actually the, the fact that it translated into into those results made it a lot easier to to stay motivated I think but um but it was difficult <laughs> Yeah, and like it was halfway, not even halfway through your journey and you had that obstacle, right? So it was... Yes, yeah. You'll be able to achieve everything we talked about today, even with that in the middle. So last kind of question, really, like if someone's on the fence, they're kind of like thinking, I would like to 
to do something about this, you know, maybe they're in the 40s or 50s and the things they're doing aren't working anymore. What would you say to someone in that position? Um, I say just just take the leap and do it. Um, I think, what is it? Was it Einstein who said the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result? So if what you've been doing isn't working, there's obviously a reason for it. So what on earth have you got to lose by trying something different? And actually you, you could end up gaining. Um, and I certainly have. It is the best money I have spent in a long, long time. It's been a really, really positive experience. Um, and yeah, I, I, I feel like so many different elements of my life have improved because of it. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, but you can really see it and hear it as well in your voice. So, Rachel, thank you so much for making the time. Um, I know you're very busy, obviously, as a lawyer, so I'm going to let you get going. But I just want to say thank you so much um, for joining me today and taking the time out to share your story. You're welcome. And thank you. And thanks. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> and keep up the brilliant work. I will let Dave know. And yeah, we'll speak again soon. Lovely. Thank you. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening. And we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.